When you got the urge, you gotta go full out. So let's dance. Welcome to the dance room with veteran dancers and choreographers Heather Morris and Ava Bernstein Mitchell. Join Heather and Ava Flav as they share their stories, interview world class dancers, and recap all your favorite TV dance shows right here on the dance room. Welcome back to The Dance Room, a podcast hopefully making you believe that one day you too can play Alex Owens in Footloose. I am your host, Heather Morris, and this week we have the lovely and incredible Kyle Hanagami. He's sitting down to share with us some auditions gone wrong, things that he's bad at because I couldn't figure out a damn thing that he couldn't do, so I beat him down and made sure I knew what he was bad at, and also why he chose to become a dancer at the age of 18 over working in finance. Shocker. Booked and Blessed. I'll tell you this week, I am booked and blessed because we have this family tradition during the holidays where we make my great-grandmother's recipe for peanut butter balls, or also known as buckeye balls, for those of you who don't understand my language I'm speaking. We make it every year. I've been doing it since I was little. You basically mix two pounds of sugar with a jar of peanut butter and dip that in chocolate, and you have the magic that is peanut butter balls. So, other than gaining 10 pounds this Christmas, my tummy is blessed. Very blessed. Not booked, though, because that would mean it's in shape. Okay, enough about me. Let's go hear from our good friend, Kyle. And after that, I'm going to go watch some Law & Order SVU because, (laughs) let's face it, I'm addicted. We have Kyle Hanagami. Is that how I say it? Yes. Okay, we have Kyle Hanagami. (laughs) Um, I just want to quote your bio really quick because I don't think anyone else can say it as perfectly as it's put here. Kyle Hanagami, which you probably wrote this. What but what bio is this? There's so it's many your old bios. You're about to hear. It's on your website. Hondo probably wrote it, honestly. Oh, Hondo, good job. <laughs> Look, he's quiet in the corner like, I did it. <laughs> uh, Kyle Hanagami has become the bridge between the entertainment industry and the digital world, creating captivating choreography for artists, television brands, live stage performances, and digital platforms, which I think it's like worded perfectly. perfectly. Good job, Hondo. I don't think I've ever even read that. Yes. <laughs> Kyle walked in and was like, I go, are you busy today? He was like, I don't know. Am I busy today? Like, looking over at his I'm like, yes, I wish I had that. Yeah. Uh, props. Yeah. So good job for you. Um, he has worked for all the big names, JLo, Ariana, Nick Jonas, Julianne Huff, and more. Kyle has also inspired millions with his YouTube channel. 4 million specifically <laughs> that holds the title for and he also I'm sorry also holds the title for YouTube's most viewed choreography video of all time Woo! bam come on that sounds so nice I know right <laughs> you sit back and hear everything you're like oh that's me I know yeah I know some people get weird about it but no that's cool your your Instagram page is fascinating I think I you. really love it Thanks. It I'm is. not very active on Instagram. No, but it just, I, well, I went through and I was like, this is exciting oh, and I nice. And yeah. You almost have a million followers. Well, thank you. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have a question on that, but I'll, I'm going to put a pin in it because yeah. we have we have Instagram um, followers who submit questions to us that we can ask you awesome. here. Our first question from our Instagram followers. Oh, they already followers. submitted questions? Yeah, they, yeah. They've asked for you, too. I love that. Oh, yeah. Of okay, course. let's bring it on. Let's go. Um, our first question. Well, they don't know in advance who our guest yeah. is. So Got I just it. say, okay. which is more fun because Absolutely. sometimes it'll be like about something you did, which I'm going to ask anyways. But these are just random questions that yeah. I like to hear about. Let's go. Like, what's your favorite pasta? which was fun. Um, <laughs> this is from at Janina. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Underscore one, underscore two, underscore three. three. Jeez. <laughs> what has been the most unprofessional thing that has happened in an audition or at an audition? Um, I mean, I think that there's sometimes a lack of audition etiquette 
where, especially when it comes to freestyling, like the freestyle section where people will (laughs) have no kind of spatial awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you seen anybody like collide in midair? Well, there was one where the guy did a round off back tuck, but didn't land it. What? I think this was in front of Jennifer, too. (laughs) And, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, and she he lands straight on his face, <gasps> comes up with a bloody nose. He's like, "I'm fine, I'm fine, You're not fine, but totally not fine." Just blood <laughs> oh, gushing down his face. Wow, I think that was Jennifer's choice. What about like clothing? Like, what about like especially females? I don't know if it's changed uh, nowadays with girls and like wearing bras and stuff like that. But have you ever seen like? I mean, at my auditions, I always say that I don't want the people to be in audit like typical audition, quote unquote, uh, attire. Like yeah. I want them to you be them. comfortable and okay. like covered, and but like so that I can see your body without seeing. Don't give away all your secrets. Yes. Like, don't yeah. give away your goodies. <laughs> yeah, be comfortable. Don't wear what you would wear in the bed. Yeah, that part. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I had to show up for a couple like that. Yeah. Have you oh, had yeah. any? Wait, before have yeah. you had any like audition? No no's where you, afterwards you're like, F- I can't believe that I did that because I knew better. Like in an audition, oh, I never really auditioned. I never I really wanted to like, be a dancer. Okay. Look at that. No, yeah. that was it. Was never in the stars for me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I have stage fright, so I don't really like being Stop on stage. It. I do. That's why I like being behind the scenes. Yeah, even in like an audition atmosphere, you're like nervous about. Yeah, I just, being put on the spot. I I mean, I just don't really hold a lot of auditions unless there's like a casting director or producer yeah. who needs to see dancers. I would much mm-hmm. rather direct book people that I trust and I know. Thank you. Look, amen to that. Thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, it just makes sense. You. And then yes. you don't waste people's time. I, I, we held, actually, yeah. we did hold one audition earlier this year and it was for everything. It was, gotcha. we, we you went need, through oh, all the agents. To get some people. We did all the agents. They sent in pictures. We selected pictures. And then yeah. it was all people that we'd never seen before. Cool. So if, yeah. if I know who you dance, I didn't want to see you at the audition because I didn't want to waste people's time. Yeah. You know, I went to a casting like yesterday that. and um, it was for like a bigger commercial or whatever. And I love the people in the casting rooms. They're always the most fun, especially in mm-hmm. commercial because they're just like off the walls yeah. crazy yeah. <laughs> and say the funniest things because they're, they're like meant to be like on the spot right say the most random things and just the stories from those people and like um i i showed up to one and we watched a girl come in this was the saddest part we watched a girl come in and she was like her call was at twelve thirty. she got there like an hour later or something Ooh. like that because she told her agency tell them she got there he goes oh sorry yeah you can't come in oh. like we're done we're done with your call and she's like i told my agent they were supposed to let you know and she was like or he goes, yeah, sorry, there's nothing we can do about that. And just, like, brushed her aside. And I've had that happen to me before, where Whoa. I showed up two minutes later to a commercial audition. Two. two minutes late. And I'm like, I'm so sorry I was stuck in traffic. She's like, oh, it's okay. No worries. But you can't come in. <gasps> and, like, oh, that was it. I'm like, oh, how can I make this better? I just shook Oof. her hand. And I'm like, thank you so much for the opportunity. It was very nice to meet you. Okay. That's, that's painful. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, this is from at... Sorry, this one. Hannah Car- <laughs> I know. Hannah Carpinen. It's, it's a hard name to say. Hannah Carpinen. 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 I don't know. Hannah Carpinen. She says, what makes you feel valuable and why? Uh, mm. What makes me feel valuable? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I never right? think in those terms. Like, I never think in terms of, like, what my value, value is. is. I just... What makes you feel valuable? Um, seeing the people that I help mentor and train succeed. I love that. And huh. that's it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's... That makes you feel, I wouldn't say justified, but like. It makes me like, I, I think in, in terms of like, like valuable, like it makes me feel yes. like what I do has value yes. because I'm helping other yeah, people. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm thinking like when I, when I look at my family and I'm like, uh, not justified, but I'm like happy that I've done the job that I've done. Yes. Uh-huh. That's yeah. value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Well, yeah. That's a good answer. Thank you. You well, passed the test. <laughs> well, we thank you guys for those questions. Thank you guys we love so them. much. Keep them coming. Yes. This question, this next one, because we usually do two, but we're doing three, is from mm. me at Heather Elizabeth. <laughs> what are you bad at? Because when I look at you, you're amazing at I, everything. No, I can't sing. Like oh. I legit, I legitimately cannot sing to save my life. I oh, can't. are you and tone I, deaf? I, I, no, I, I'm not tone deaf, but I just I don't have any kind of voice. Do you sing in the shower no, or like I spare in my private? own ears? Absolutely oh, you not. Ears? <laughs> Absolutely, I'm a terrible, terrible, terrible singer. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, it was really bad. Okay, and what if you got paid a million dollars? Nope. To sing? <laughs> Absolutely nope. not. Not no, even a million dollars? No, you could do so much with a million dollars. like that. It's, right? it's that bad. What yeah. if not it was for a comedy sketch and they were like, we need you to sing oh, Frozen's yeah. Let See, It Go? I don't, yes. Like, I have stage fright. So. Oh, this is true. Okay. Yeah. Huh? It's like a double note. <laughs> yeah, it's double like my what worst nightmare. What if you got to pre-record it? What if you got to go in a boxed room? In a studio, yep. With a lot of auto tune, very a lot of auto tune. <laughs> possibly, <laughs> it's like the weird auto tune. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I know the choreographer and I know the dancer, you. But I want to know the Kyle before this all, before it all started, because mm-hmm. you have two different lives. Basically, you were not a dancer until how old? Uh, eighteen. Eighteen years old. Yeah. So what was like life before that? I was a nerd. Okay. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. Like I studied, I went to I had bajillion AP classes in high school. Wow. It was my parents met at UCLA, so my goal was to So you're go California to native. Yeah. Born hey. in LA, born and raised. Same. Um yeah. and yeah, I just I studied. That's what I did. Like I loved mm. it. Uh like my whole high school career was studying extracurriculars a lot of like volunteer work um and then just hanging out with friends but all my friends like yeah i was the 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 least achiever out of my friends i would say what yeah but you like i always just kind of naturally surrounded myself with people who really pushed me Uh um and i mean we all kind of ended up in different facets of Mm -hmm. work um but God, like I love that, One of them though. went to Yale. Yeah. One of them went to Princeton. Where'd you go? Berkeley? I went to Berkeley. Yeah. Yeah. Work. So public. <laughs> and everybody okay, else so went private. Just not as yeah. cool yeah. as Berkeley's those other races. <laughs> no. I and you yeah. double majored or something. In what econ it... and psychology, yeah. What's your favorite thing you've learned about people? Um, I mean, funny enough, the most like important things that I've learned about people I didn't learn in school. Mm. Right. But my favorite class in college psychology. was game theory. What is that? Game theory was like the psychology of economics. So it was kind of merging my two majors together. And it was like if – it's very like war games basically. If this person does this, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it was really fascinating. Yeah. Like kind of. It's almost like, like playing chess. Exactly. So anything you learned in school, have you been able to take that and bring it to your workplace now? I mean, I feel like there's a business sense that you learn in school. Like okay. I, I think my parents always told me that going to school isn't about what you learn; it teaches you how to learn. Hmm. So, like going to college, it really taught me about. It's like life on training wheels, and a lot of people don't get to experience mm-hmm. that. And it really was like it allowed me to fail in a safe space. 
Gotcha. So you didn't go into college thinking like, I have to be remembering all this shit that I'm inputting. Absolutely it's like, not. You were no, like, like, I don't remember anything oh from my organic God, chemistry. How am I like learning I, this? Absolutely yeah. Like, is it making, you know, how am I, how am I setting myself up for the Which actual I think workspace? Is, well, I, I didn't really think like that back then. And I think I never have. Like, I don't think in terms of goals. Huh. I, because I feel like goals narrow your focus. Yeah. And for me, if I, if I really, if I had goals and I really went for them, I wouldn't be a choreographer. I wouldn't have fallen into dance. What would you be doing? Probably finance. Wait, so when you went to college, so did you graduate? Firstly, okay, you graduated, and did you go into college thinking I graduate and then I go into? Yeah, I mean, while I was in college, I was interning at investment banking firms. Oof. Yeah. (laughs) So I really. But then I did it, and I was like, "This isn't for me." So you did investment banking at some point too. I I mean, interned. Got you. Yeah. You did. What? Okay. Where did you intern? Ing. Wow. I have no idea what that it's is. It's an El Segundo. I, yeah. Oh, El Segundo. You've seen yeah. the big building. I say El Segundo. It has it's a like big a lion? orange oh, lion. Yes. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, I have. There's a big orange lion yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh, everybody um, knows about this orange lion. But me. I quickly realized that it wasn't for me and like did you just feel weird about everybody around you like did you not relate to them yes it w- i mean i was so young yeah that everybody there was like in their 30s like late 30s and 40s 50s wow. and i was 19 20 interning, interning. Oh my okay gosh. so i yeah. just so what about dance made you feel good I mean, I really had good mentors in dance. Like all the my whole dance career, I've had great people around me. I've been very, very lucky. Okay. So when I first started dancing, um, I was uh, I started living with the person who started mentoring me in dance, okay. and her name's Mari. Um, she's now married to Keone. Okay. okay, I was about to say I was like Mari, Mari. Yeah, oh, Mari. Her last name yeah. was Madrid back yes. then. Uh, or oh, yeah, Martin. But yes. now she's yeah. Madrid. Madrid. Yeah. Um, and so I lived with her my junior and senior year of college, um, and she mentored me. Like, she really taught me how to listen to music, and she taught me about movement, and she was very non-conventional back then with the style of choreography. Like, it, it, there was nowhere else yeah. to see a style like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of my choices and creativity, they come they're they're very much influenced by her. Gotcha. Okay, but let me take a step back. What what planted the seed? Like, were you oh, in so, high school? Like, no, I I, I remember being at prom. Shit? No, I remember being <laughs> at prom and not being able to two step. Like, I was so scared to go out on the dance floor at prom yeah. of high school. Um, when I got to college, my freshman year, I had a friend who was in a crew, and it was like rehearse outside with mm-hmm. windows for mirrors mm-hmm. and like boombox. <laughs> yes, um, I did that in high school. Yep. And so I, they were like, you should join. So I joined the crew. And Which then, crew was this? It was one at Berkeley. It was called The Movement. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just looked like fun. Wow. And they hired a choreographer. Um, his name was Rocco. And they hired him from a crew in San Francisco that Mari was a part of. Okay. And so then Rocco came in. He taught us. He said, oh, you should audition for our company in San Francisco called Funkonometry. Oh, yeah. What and, an interesting name, Funkonometry. Yeah. I mean, there were that there were two versions. Like Sean Evaristo like was on the Funkonometry mm-hmm. San Francisco one. Sean Evaristo, Jacka was on it. Uh, oh, the goodness. LA one had yeah. Trisha Miranda was on it. JP San Pedro was yes. on it. Miguel Zarate was on it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that was a different era. <laughs> Man. Community dance. Yeah. I love that. So good. So I'm largely fascinated by you and a few other choreographers because the way I grew up is choreographers were basically put into a box. Like you're a jazz funk choreographer or mm-hmm. you're a contemporary. Right. But you do it all. And I was really surprised looking at your Instagram because you have like contemporary pieces that you imagine and create, but you also teach like a jazz funk class. Uh-huh. Was that hard to convince people that you do both or that you can make both happen? I mean, I never thought that the goal was to convince people. It was just to do it. Mm. Like, if you don't worry about what other people think, like, you're going to have one less obstacle to overcome. So for me, it was just, I love love this music. I love this movement of dance. I trained in it. And like, who's going to tell me I can't choreograph what I want to choreograph? I think that's why you're so... um commercially sound and so received because you could just you do everything you do whatever the I mean I think project that calls for or- because I didn't start dancing until so late in life that I found dance really boring growing up mm. like mm-hmm. I really was bored so I think my goal as a choreographer has become how do you make dance interesting for someone who doesn't understand it mm-hmm. how do you make it relatable yeah not commercial but like like how do you make person. someone in Alabama watching a dance performance yes. on TV? How do you get them excited about it? Like, what are you going to do that they're going to – it's not going to go over their head necessarily? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first performance you watched that made you feel like this wasn't the average normal dance show you're watching? I mean, I started dancing when So You Think You Can Dance first came out. Mm. So I was, like, obsessed with that show. I thought it was so cool. Oh, yeah, because so they, cool. like, had so many different oh, things. And, like, yeah, yeah like – that the choreographer felt like like before before that show I didn't know what a choreographer was right like gotcha. I didn't know that it was a career I didn't know mm-hmm. like really I didn't know that they could be a face of anything true because you just see the dancers exactly you don't see like I the would creation. see NSYNC yeah. on TV or Britney right. and I would have no idea that Andre <laughs> like Fuentes had yeah. choreographed or Brian or you would never. Yes. I yes. had no idea exactly trying to explain so many things to people and I'm like yeah, I, it's just hard. Like dancing in heels. Yeah. Just trying to explain that to anybody. Yeah. The average person. They're like, oh, it's so easy. I watch that all the time. Everybody's doing it. I'm like, you have oh. no well, idea. That's why everybody wants to do it because we make it look easy. You know? I love that. And that's, right. It's yeah. true. It, it, it's There's so much tr- time and effort and yeah. training that yeah. goes into it. And yeah. A lot of people don't see the yeah. hard work. Yeah. So you have 4 million followers on your YouTube, as we said in your bio. <laughs> um <laughs> Your lap does it make you feel a certain way? I, for me, when I'm, when I'm on Instagram and I'm watching YouTube, it's not like I have anxiety, but I'm like, I, I kind of have an issue, or like I'm also, I feel uninspired when I'm doing work for my Instagram and stuff like that. Do you ever feel right. like that? Do you ever feel like it's I mean, uninspiring I, and it's like forced? When I feel that way, I, I kind of go on hiatus for YouTube. So okay. that's why my YouTube channel has like. I think it has less than 100 videos or like right around 100 videos. And that's over eight years. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah like well, I don't really I do put notice out a you lot only on do YouTube. like, you don't post every day. You post no. like every six days. I post maybe once or twice a month. Okay. Yeah. How terrible I knew on it was YouTube. like every six days. I like calculated. <laughs> she said, okay. Okay, well, how many yeah, days yeah, yeah, in between yeah. is this? <laughs> recon. How um, many days? Okay, what do I need to do now? Yeah, but I, I, I'll never force creativity. And same thing when it comes to music choices. Like if I don't feel a song and I know it's going to be super popular, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like I'm only going to choreograph to stuff that like, I'm inspired by and that 
Like, I feel like it's good music. Yeah. But, I, of course, everybody has different tastes. So yeah. something that I think is great, someone else may be like, why the hell are you right. going to do it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. With, with the new space of digital uh, media and all that stuff, yeah. do you have any types of deals with, like, the labels or things like that where you're asked to produce or you're, you are working with somebody? Because <laughs> uh, it's a whole new world out there. It is. And there's, like, a developing business yeah. side to that. Uh, for me, I don't really do a lot of those deals. I okay. do have relationships with gotcha. the labels, which allows me to clear tracks. As far as monetizing, my last check from YouTube was 27 cents. Okay. What? So I don't, that's surprising. Yeah, yeah. So I don't make money on YouTube. So how does that? Interesting. Why is that? How does that happen? Because is the, it the number of people that look at the video? No, it's because the music is claimed by the label. Mm. So 100 percent of the monetization rights go to the artist and the master and the publisher. Wow, my mind is kind of blown. Yeah. Because I always thought YouTube was very lucrative. It is for certain people who don't use copyrighted music. Right. Oh. You can be making. For so, like the makeup so artists. So you need to become like the, yeah. an original song maker. Have your assistant sing all the songs We're developing something on YouTube okay. right now that will allow for dancers and choreographers to start monetizing. You're a part of the future. <laughs> trying to. You're a part trying of the future. To. That's great. Wow. So do you feel like you get to Mind use blown. your like major for that now? You're using your economics major to Absolutely. do I mean, like I feel I do feel like I use it every day. Yeah. Maybe not like supply and demand <laughs> curves or anything like that, <laughs> but, but yeah. I do use the basic the principles. Idea. Yeah. 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 Um, so back in July, you created a video for Calvin Klein, and you revealed that uh, a few years back you were diagnosed with leukemia. Mm-hmm. And I understand it's a very private thing, but I want to maybe talk about it because we don't know who our listeners are. Yeah. And who knows, maybe someone listening is going through that same thing, or they have a family member that goes through it. So I hope it's okay to talk about yeah, it now. Absolutely. Um, when you found out, what was your initial reaction? Um... I had just gotten off a plane. I was with Mm. uh, Haley Fitzgerald. She came with me to Europe, and we were teaching in Europe. I got really sick on the flight back, like throwing up in the bathroom the whole, what, 12-hour flight back. Got wheelchaired off the plane because I was so sick I couldn't walk. Got wheelchaired through customs. Got home, and I was so sick that I called my mom, and I said, I need to go to the hospital. I was like, I can't keep water down. And I was so dehydrated. I was yeah. so, I just remember being yeah, so thirsty. Yeah, because you were just throwing up so much. I was so thirsty and all I wanted was a glass of water and I couldn't mm. keep oh, it God. down. It was so frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so got you thought to, it was the flu maybe or something. But... I thought I had really bad food poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. So got to the hospital, went to the ER. So they did an MRI and they come back and my mom and dad are in the room and they say, the, the ER doctor comes into the room and he says, so your spleen is three times the size that it's supposed to be. It's super enlarged. You have a really elevated white blood cell count. Mm. And that usually means like those are symptoms associated with leukemia. Wow. I'll give you a moment. And he walks out of the room. <gasps> and I was like, but you didn't say, say that, that I had, I had leukemia. Yeah. And I just remember my dad turns and looks Oof. at me and he goes, well, I guess you have cancer. And that's how very much how my family is. It's very much Got like you. roll with the punches, whatever comes your way. If you can change it, then you can complain about it mm. until you fix it. Solution but it's based. like if you exactly if yeah. there's nothing you can do about it, why are you going to stress about yeah. it? And so I think that's been my mindset all the way through the whole cancer journey is very much you can control what you can control and you can't what you can't. Mm. Wow. I mean, there's just so many things going through my mind right now <laughs> of like, like, how do you handle that 
that's very personal, but like when your parents say stuff like that, like are you are you do you first question it or do you like go no, with it? Like I mean, s- it's it is what it is. Like there, I can't not have cancer. Like I can't yeah. just magically wish it away. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just something that becomes more or less a part of you. Like for me, I I really do look at everything as like a blessing in disguise. Yeah. So for me, it really did change my outlook on how I look at people and like being understanding mm-hmm. of everybody that I work with. And if someone's like a total asshole on set my mind immediately goes to they must have some shitty thing yes. in their life that they're having to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it so really you have more does compassion for those empathy, people as well. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So when did you know you were going to be okay? I mean, I'm still not in remission. It's still something that I deal with. I oh, still go I and see this. my oncologist. Okay. I just don't really talk about it. Right. Um, and yeah. I mean, it's, you take it day by day and you're grateful if, for what you have and yeah. the time that you are given. If you had a message for anybody who was listening or felt like they needed an extra word, what would you tell them? Don't doubt yourself. I think that doubt and fear really are mm. kind of like the antithesis of healing. Yes. So like it's parasites. true. Yeah. Like parasites, when, your, yeah. Br- when your brain just starts thinking about Absolutely. every scenario. And I'm very like science-based person. Like I, mm. I'm very like academic and I still believe that. I really do believe that the way that you think affects your body. It does. Absolutely. It, does. Yeah. it affects all outcomes. Yeah. I have to tell myself to shut up in my in my brain almost like 10 times a day <laughs> yep, same. because I go same. on rigmaroles of yeah. like self-talk. Even if it's not negative, I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. Oh my God, this is happening. No, what what if this happens? I'm right. like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I, I've said this before. I very simply put like, if I'm tired yeah. and I keep saying, oh, my God, I'm so tired. Oh, so yeah. Tired. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, I'm like, stop Absolutely. saying you're tired. Stop saying you're tired. Yeah. We know you're tired. Let it go yeah. so you're not tired. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you remember your first ever dance job? Choreography? Because he yeah. doesn't dance. Oh, God, I hate this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, what was yeah. the first job you ever choreographed? Yeah. Uh, I think it was with, I'm trying to think which one came first. It was either Paula Abdul or Travis Payne. Both awesome. Wait, what? <laughs> Steve's like, <Right>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like working for Paula Abdul? I mean, she's super sweet. Yeah. I'm just excited that she teaches now. I'm sorry. Where? Where? She teaches on a convention. Oh, oh Tremaine. She Tremaine. I think she did like she guest did the appearance. nationals. Yeah, yeah one nationals. of their nationals. I was like, that good for you, girl. Was <laughs> major. I yeah. Yeah, I thought it was like an every guy. weekend yeah. thing. No. I'm like, Paula Abdul is just. And now she so has the Vegas right residency in, yes. in at the Flamingo right yeah. now. And she, oh, yeah, that's awesome. It, yeah, I'm not impressed by that. I'm impressed that she teaches at Tremaine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. It's for the people. Yeah. It's for the, the people. people. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's. But uh, she's super sweet. It just was not the right fit for me. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why so? Um, I mean, I same thing with Travis. Uh, it was. It just it wasn't the right fit, and it wasn't until I worked with Tabitha Napoleon that it was like. Oh, these are the choreographers that I want to mentor me. That brings me to, I've always wondered, what kind of leader are you? Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, what type of, yeah, how do you run your rehearsals? Are you like, yeah, I actually uh, tal- wanted to know that totalitarian? too. Are you like, you know, easy about it? If we got the work done, go early. Are you like, I need full out every time from you? Like, what oh, kind of yeah. Are you? Oh, yeah. Um, I'd say I'm somewhere in between. I definitely yeah. don't like wasting time. Mm. Yes. Mm-mm. But it goes both ways. So I don't mm. like wasting time in the rehearsal space. So I want people to be on their A game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to waste other people's time mm. and waste my time. So if you have it, 
there's no point in rehearsing it to the ground. Yes. Like, go early. If we finish a eight-hour rehearsal in four hours... You're done? No. You're done. Thank you, nice. sir. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, I, I feel like... Stand. I feel like, I, for me, I think... Have I ever had an eight-hour rehearsal? I don't think I've ever... See? Unless... Um, right. Yeah. Unless, unless I'm forced. Unless you have yeah. to. Absolutely. Yeah. Unless I'm forced to have an eight-hour rehearsal. I don't think I've ever had an eight-hour rehearsal because I don't feel like eight hours working your body that way is yes. equivalent to eight hours sitting in a chair Ooh, and working that. at a desk. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's not the same. And with a group of professionals, you don't need it. No. That's no, why I, I, that's why I very, time. That's why I very yes. rarely do auditions is because I would much rather hire people who I know are mm-hmm. going to deliver on the job and not waste time. Yeah, because you want to hire, yeah, like, mm-hmm. so, yeah. But I remember that I used to be the person when I was, like, back when I was signed with Block as Mm -hmm. a dancer, I remember I was the person who was like, why are why is everybody direct booked? Like I don't understand. I remember I used to I, in my I, early days. I was like, this isn't fair. Yes. Why are they hiring their right. friends? Yes. Like I remember I used to be Me that person, too. and now until you're on, on the other end of it, exactly or on the other side of it, <laughs> right? Absolutely. And yeah. now I come from the point of view of like, you absolutely, wanna... you want to hire yes. people that you trust and who do your stuff well, and yeah. that you know are reliable on the job, and that you can't trust how someone works in an eight hour rehearsal yeah. or four hour rehearsal from watching them audition for you. You have no idea. When I go to an audition, all I'm thinking about is like what the production is doing with their time. I'm like, why is this? We're wasting so much time (laughs) with spending six hours to audition to get like two dancers or ten. Yeah. When you guys can just like but I will look say, up a video. Of anytime somebody. I do hold an audition, I make sure not to hire people that I I've worked with before because the whole oh. point. Like if I'm gonna go, yeah, I you hate, need to. Okay. I hate holding auditions. So if I'm gonna go through the process of holding an audition, I'm damn sure gonna have to hire someone that I don't know. Yep. What if somebody were to text you and be like, "Hey, saw you did this job. Congratulations!" But like they were at the audition, how would you handle that? Um, you know what I mean? Like you didn't hire your friend, but they texted you and were like, oh my God, congratulations. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I have those kinds of friends. I, say, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't think yeah. those kinds of people I'm, I'm friends with. Yeah. <laughs> For that reason. Uh, um, somebody told well, me they did that the other day. Oh, and I'm really? like, oh. You're like, they did that to a choreographer? To somebody they knew. That's being that. catty. Yeah. But I also know that choreographer so is just not a good aggressive. person. Yes, so passive, passive aggressive. I cannot stand passive aggressiveness. Especially yeah. in rehearsals. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable yes. that I laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> out of nervousness. Out of nervousness that it's so passive aggressive. Yeah. Uh, so you don't waste time. No, absolutely and you, not. But do you come in pre, pre, like, do you know your choreography already or do you set it on the dancers? Uh, it depends what the job is. Okay. Like, it, it really does This depend. is just, like, nerdy dance stuff, but I just... No. Um, I'm curious about that. Because uh, I feel like, would you step back and go, okay... You like see things and then you like just create on the spot. Does that happen for a lot of jobs? Yes, okay. like a lot of ones where it's it's not super difficult and doesn't have to be overplanned. Anytime gotcha. I do something like a, I don't even want to say because <laughs> that's a bad idea. <laughs> um, yeah, but certain jobs like I, I won't plan ahead. Okay. Um, but other ones like especially if I'm working with actors or artists, like I know that I need to have their track planned out because you can't give them more than one version. So I can't yes. test things out. Yes. Mm, yes. So a lot of the times when it comes to that actors or artists that I have to come up with version A, B, C, D before version E and I'm going to do that before I get in the room with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you worked with uh, Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah. Last year. <laughs> Don't you do it like every year? Every year. Yeah, I did the one. Do you, did yeah. you get to meet the man behind the mask? 
I can't, I'm not allowed to yeah, talk about it. To. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't Is care. there more than one? I don't think you can even I'm say I'm not that. allowed to talk about it. Like, I really wish I could. You know, somebody brought up the other day that they believe that there is multiple people hired for... Well, let me say, the past like, four years, I've worked with the same Mickey Mouse. Okay. okay. So the same... Well, okay, that's a good answer. That's one I wanted to find out. Was it, like, the one person... He I mean, gave it's you the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get more out of it. But somebody up. I was talking with, <clears throat> the average Joe believes that there are like three people that play um, like the mascot for. I would assume so. You would? I would. Yeah. I only thought there was one. Word. Just Word. seems impractical. To, it seems impractical. Impractical. But do you think they use me. multiple ones at a game? Like, do you think they use like two or three at the same game, or one guy comes to do the whole game? Oh, one guy. I'm gonna say game. one guy. Yeah. I'm yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Game. He was yeah. like, no, the the they like he does Quarters all these tricks that. and stuff. Oh. Like, I bet he comes. Another guy comes out. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's no. just one guy. Yeah. Today. The trigger has to be. He has to do it. Do it all. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's too much money to yeah. pay. Like, no, three they're not doing that. At the same time. Yeah. What's What's the worst job you've ever had to work on? Uh, or what would constitute as the worst job? <laughs> You're thinking of things, yeah. aren't you? I love it. I, I usually say no to jobs that I have a bad feeling about. Like, what? I, yes. Yeah. I love that. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Like, if you feel like the production, usually when it, problems occur, it's because of production yeah. stuff. So usually you get a sense that production is going to be a, a sh- show. Yeah. 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 Um, before. So you. no bad things happen or have you been surprised by one maybe? I'm looking at my assistant, Hondo. I know. Yeah. <laughs> bad things always happen. He knows. He should get on the mic and tell us the is bad Is there thing. like an... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that Hondo's job is much harder than mine is. Yeah. Like, he handles everything. He's like, a everything. He does, yeah. yeah. Um, so anytime that there's problems, like, usually well, they don't get to me. They'll go to Hondo and then oh, he'll solve them before they get the to me. He's the problem solver. He is, absolutely. That. That's... A good assistant. He a is good a phenomenal person. assistant. Good friend. <laughs> so, Hondo, what would co- like constitute? <laughs> <laughs> what would constitute for our guest here as being like a problem or like a bad set that maybe? Oh, not, I'm not going to say like that he didn't know about, but like, what would you stop from happening? <laughs> just yes. get closer. We, we're <laughs> putting on the spot here. here. What is he not like? What is he not like? I just feel like you hate problems in general. Right. Anytime something comes up, he's like, Hondo, handle it. I don't wanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't do I don't it. Know. I'm, I'm being creative. I mean, it's like when you're on, when you're on set or you're on, like, yeah. dealing with a hundred different things. Yeah. Like, the last thing that you can do is a, deal with a wrench thrown in your... Yeah, if they're, like, in wardrobe. There, yeah. Well, but then also... Or, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, we don't have the graphics for this screen or... There's lights out at the front of the stage. So you have to what become like a do? lighting guy and a graphics guy oh, like uh, yeah. all at the same time. Yeah. I feel like being Kyle's assistant, we have to do it all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you it's, just want to deliver. Yeah. So you're like working with lighting and wardrobe and stuff. Yeah. But it's also like if there's a if there's a wardrobe problem and you have an hour left of rehearsal, what's more important? Right. Not more important, but like what I are mean, you actually going to get done more of? Mm-hmm. Like fixing one wardrobe problem yeah. mm-hmm. or making a whole number complete. I yeah. mean, there's yeah. other people who can do the wardrobe. <laughs> Not everybody can step in and complete the dance. This is so right. I have to know what I'm there to do yeah. first. That part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm th- I, the reason why I ask and and pry is because a lot of listeners might not know things about stuff like this. Like they wouldn't know you as a choreographer. Like you can't be bombarded with stuff like this. Like you need somebody to take care of the rest of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of choreographers don't have assistants. They don't. I know. 
God bless them. Or they Blue, have a dance so assistant surprised. on the job who is yeah, they're not the dancer. capable of Look, fixing they're the those dancer. kinds of issues. I right. have worked with many people still to this day who don't have an assistant on set for, and they're like they're doing the the coolest frazzled job, and they're too. frazzled. They're not yeah. doing you, the best you, job they could be doing. It's not a. It's a necessity. It's not a luxury like, to have an assistant. Like, let's not be frugal. You, yeah, just you need one. Pay for one. Yeah. Sorry. Just mad. Little tidbit. What? Uh, you got a commercial out right now, Walmart. It's oh, yeah. everywhere. And my husband's in it with him. What? He works with Tell him. us yeah. about this commercial. Yeah. I mean, it's a Walmart commercial uh, directed by Emil Nava. <gasps> oh, yes. Emil, yeah. I worked with him. Uh, for um, Khalid, Khalid, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Emil's, I mean, he's done every music video. He's, he's awesome. freaking Fun fantastic. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I met him on the set of a Calvin Harris music video mm. like five, six years ago with Big Sean. Amazing. And he directed it. And I mean, it's just a fun dance commercial for Walmart. Like it's, yeah. we, I mean, it's, it's not hard choreography per se, but it's, I mean, when it comes to commercials, you have yeah. to prepare a five billion different versions and it's not really about the dance. It's more about creating visuals and yeah. just making just being prepared, I would say. Yeah. It's yeah. on all the time. What? It, it is? It was a Black Friday one, and then it went to Cyber yeah, Monday Black one. Friday. They, they filmed one booked. commercial, and they split it into yeah. three different commercials because they loved it. Oh. Yeah. And it's really cute. I love the little glasses and oh, yeah. cell phone choreo. Yeah. yeah. It's really cute. What's, what's the craziest thing a director has said to you on set that maybe surprised you? Um, to me in what? capacity like maybe if they were like okay can i want you to do the same thing with the dancers i mean it's just the more the more you do it the more you realize that the director has no No idea like literally no (laughs) idea about dance or choreography yeah yeah. Yeah. um that's what i'm saying like has he been like okay but now can you just like let's just incorporate shopping carts let's just start doing that you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) which we did Uh, (laughs) i have the rehearsal videos on my phone yeah um I would say the thing that comes up the most often with directors and producers is they'll say things that they don't realize contradict each other. Mm. They're like, can you, and it's, it's, that's why I come up with 50 different versions. Because like, I don't know what you mean when you ask for one move, but you want 30 seconds of it. (laughs) But you just want one move. And I ask, (laughs) you want that move to repeat? You say, no. I'm like, like mm, one move. Okay. I got you. I'll, okay. I'll figure okay. it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your face right I now love is that. It's exactly. so true, though. They, mm. You just really have to give them something. You need to tell them what they want. Exactly. You need to tell, you them, tell them, them what they, they want. Exactly. Because yeah, that is hilarious. no offense to you directors. No, but no. It's like your job. But they they have They're the vision, working. but they yes. don't they don't know how they to know execute how to the yes. movement. Yeah. yeah, which is why you're on set. Yeah, yeah. Um, you go. I was gonna say. Often, do you also find that um, they, the more you do, the more they think you can do. So, like, if you problem oh, solve quickly, yeah, no. they'll just give you more. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. You can't say you can do tricks. Absolutely. You cannot say you can do tricks because they'll give you yeah. tricks. Well, I think it's just earning their trust. Yes. It really is. And when they trust you, you're like, oh, they take they take more. They go, oh, they can do it. They can accomplish it. And so you just get more and And then more. it's yeah. like, okay. And then they start asking you. Yes. Then they're like, okay, Kyle, what do you want to do yes. here? And that's the great and part about like, it. Exactly. It's just proving to them that you have the vision that aligns with their vision. And then they trust you. Yes. Yeah. Has there ever been a job that you might have been in the running for and you thought you had it, but you didn't? Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> do share. Yes. Uh, 
There is one uh, that is, it was for a sitcom mm. and did the whole interview process from producer to director mm. to executives. But then they ended up going with someone who had more sitcom experience because all my TV experience until, I mean, there's two shows that I'm doing next year, which are scripted, but up until then had all been reality. Gotcha. So it had been all the dance reality shows. Yeah. Um, what does a day off look like for you? It's very rare. I mean, it's very rare. Like, <laughs> uh, a day off looks like catching up on everything that I've been ignoring when I'm on jobs. Okay. Like, it's all the not fun stuff still. It's like, not I, fun. Laundry. <laughs> oh my God. Like, laundry and, uh, like, uh, bills and... Mm-hmm accounting stuff organizing and, life yeah, yeah i mean it's everything everything that everything. we ha- i have to do every day of my life <laughs> right yeah and compacting that all day. into one day what yeah. is your sign i'm a cancer cancer funny okay. enough <laughs> bad <laughs> joke i'm sorry <laughs> i'm surprised you didn't, your dad didn't so say that yeah, he's yeah. like well you are a cancer so <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> oh um okay well if you weren't yeah. in the arts or dancing what would you be doing uh Probably in marketing. I oh, love marketing. Oh, yeah. Like I always thought that I would probably go into, like if I didn't go into finance, I would probably go into the creative side of marketing. Yeah, I was going to say there's creative still there. Yeah, yeah, and especially the movie What Women Want. Women Want. Yes, I with do that uh, that movie. what was what was his name? What was the actor's um, name? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yes. Yes. That's what, where oh, that was both, job, huh? Yeah, they're both yes. uh, ad executives and. Uh, just the creative creativity yeah. in that movie, like I thought that was so cool of them yeah. coming up with slogans seen... for Nike. And yeah, like... yeah, yeah. My working moms. Oh, I haven't, but I've heard about. Oh, okay, the show. yeah, she's she's that's her job as well. Really, and, and one of the stars in the TV show, and I've been watching it recently, and I'm like, that's a cool job. Yeah, because my in... sister in law does marketing, uh-huh. and she tells me the gnarliest about like it's the same it's all every job across the board has uh-huh. the same problems like over and over because okay. I'm so fascinated by her job as a marketing executive. whatever executive yeah. or whatever she does but she works for like um, like PGA things and Doritos and like mm-hmm. Tostitos like all these different things and it just sounds exactly like dance when she explains wow. to me she's like yeah you know like we designed this whole thing for this website we had to launch it on Black Friday and then the Thursday before the executive calls us and said I don't like it I want to change everything and like it needs to be done oh. in like 12 hours <laughs> yep. and I'm like oh. I don't need to sounds change like a job anytime week, yeah. soon I'm okay yeah. <laughs> that is a cool job though. Yeah. yeah we'll okay. do um, the magic eight ball yeah okay. so we just start... have one more thing that we like to ask yeah. our guests one more. okay Give it a shake. First, you got to make a. W- I mean, answer. Ask, ask a, question. a question. I like make ask a, a wish, question. <laughs> ask a question. Give it a shake, and then tell us what it says. But do I it's tell you the question? question? You have to you say do. the question out, out loud, loud. Something that we would like to hear. Oh it's man, it's customized. So uh, then I can't ask anything that I'm like. I'm really gonna get my heart set on. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, am I? Uh, am. Ooh. I like oh, that he no. looks over to Hondo. I know automatically. What do He's I like, what do I, what want do I want for this next year? Because I tell him everything. So gotcha. Uh, is that oh is that production company with that new TV show going to work out? Give it a shake. Oh my god, drum roll. Yes, but your account says no. What? 
<laughs> yes, but your it only says said that no. because you studied economics. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Yes. <laughs> what does that mean, though? But it says yes in bold letters, so I'm going to take that as a yes. yes. It means that you're so paid right now that you don't need that job. Yes. I love you. Oh. <laughs> I love that interpretation. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank what you for being of... our guest. No, thank yeah, you, guys. Yeah. You're both amazing, and you both have reputations that precede you. So oh, thank, thank you, guys, you. both you. for having me on the show. Me too. Appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for listening to The The Dance Room. Room. Get new episodes every Thursday on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, or Apple Podcasts. Follow me at Heather Elizabeth. That's Heather with two R's at the end, Elizabeth with two H's. Don't ask. It's just a mess. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Heather Morris TV. And you can follow me, Ava, at AvaFlav1. That's the number, not the word, on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe and leave a nice rating and a five-star review. And make sure to spread the word. Spread that word. See you next week. See ya.